The Hurling Podcast is brought to you by the Enniscorthy Credit Union, where you can join and apply for a loan on the same day. With great interest rates and special rates for car loans, green car loans and education loans. Check out their website at enniscorthycu.ie. The Enniscorthy Credit Union. Local, loyal and lending. Loans are subject to approval. Terms and conditions apply. If you do not meet the repayments on your loan, your account will go into arrears. This may affect your credit rating, which may limit your ability to access credit in the future. Enniscorthy Credit Union Limited is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Catch, touch and bang. There is a fantastic coach and um, some really, really exciting uh, young players coming through. Um, so there's an awful lot to be uh, excited about Max really the moment. I listen to dancing at the crossroads there about three or four times a week in the car on the way down just to get this. <laughs> <laughs> County is like the party, uh, as we well know. Then we had Billy Byrne, who was going to come in to be the game changer. And we had to put a high ball in from the middle of the field. And Billy Byrne's job was to catch, touch and bang. Catch, touch and bang. Oh, there's no rules. This guy just grabbed the ball, threw it up in the air and then hit it. Most importantly, I'd like to thank you, the people of Wexford, who stuck with us through take and take. Come on, Wexford! Hello and welcome to the Hurling Podcast. The first thing I'd like to do is, on behalf of myself and Ben, is offer our sincere condolences to the Cullen family and all at the Rapparees and Shamrocks GA clubs after the tragic passing of Carl, or Chalky as he was known. I had the pleasure of hurling with him underage for Wexford and against him versus the Shamrocks, a tough competitor, and he was always smiling. Wexford will play Kerry at 2pm in Tralee on Saturday after Kerry were beaten by Antrim in the Joe McDonough final. Only one point in it, but probably the better draw, Ben, or is that being a bit too presumptuous? I think when you get the sec- the second place team, it-, it has to be a better draw. And Antrim were clearly the better team in the game. And we've also had our problems going up to Corrigan Park before. So I think we got a better draw playing, playing Kerry. Yeah, neither are a ideal place to travel to, but probably Tralee is the lesser of the two evils there. We're joined this week by former player and manager of Wexford. He also played for and managed Cork, while he also managed Kerry and is currently the manager of Kilmoyley in Kerry. So the perfect man to let us know what we're in for at the weekend. Here we are with John Myler. So, John, um, first question. Have you ever had any controversial handshakes in your time with other managers? Or is there any other manager that you, you didn't want to shake their hand? Yes. Who are they? <laughs> no, I wouldn't say. Uh, I wouldn't say because um, I wouldn't say really. Um, I look, you know, the, the handshake sometimes I often feel is, 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 is you know, is made too much of. Um, you're there and you're going hammer and tongs for 70 minutes with another team and you're concentrating on your own team and then the cameras are on you afterwards shaking hands with the manager and he's after catching you in the last few minutes or things like that. Like, and the, uh, you know, there was one manager I wouldn't, you know, I just wouldn't go to him uh, no matter what, like, because he codded me a few years back, way back, and um, uh, I don't forgive him for it, so, but it doesn't really matter. And I think too, too much was made of the handshake between Brian and Shefflin over the weekend and in, in Galway a couple of weeks ago as well. Too much is made of that. Um, but, you know, because there's a lot of excitement on the sideline and things like that. And then, the, you know, the Sunday game or the Saturday game, whatever it was, was all about the handshake uh, instead of about the hurling, really, you know. 
I think it's unbelievable how, how much fo- I, it's, it's hilarious how much focus has been put on it. Um, like every every camera after the game was just straight on Brian. And hurling, hurling people, hurling people, Gary, don't put focus on the handshake. Hurling people <laughs> put focus on the hurling. Like, was there any focus on the handshake between um, Kylie and... I think Kylie and Noan, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but have a, have a look at the afters and see if there was a handshake. You know, like, there's an awful lot made of silly things, really. And, like, what you want to do is concentrate on the hurling, not on handshakes or things like that. That's stuff for, yeah. you know. Wexford, obviously, playing Kerry on Saturday down in Tralee, 2 p.m. Do you, do you think Kerry... You know a bit about Kerry Hurling. Do you think they're capable of causing the upset? Quite capable. Ben, there's no problem there. But, you know, as you see from the fixtures, they, they've played Antrim twice in the last couple of weeks. And they've played them in Antrim and they've played them in Crow Park. And uh, they're, you know, they're draining, uh, physically draining matches. They're physically draining on the body and things like that. And you're going to Antrim to play them. And then you're going to Crow Park to play them in, in, in the final of the Joe McDonough. And, you know, to lose out by a point in the end, you know, that's probably worse. And then to come back down on Saturday night, um, you know, the recovery starts on Saturday night. So, like, they'll have a, a weekend of recovery and then back probably in for a few pucks on Wednesday night, something like that. But that's really all they can do. Uh, very little that uh, Kerry can do. Um, but if if... If Wexford are not on their A game, uh, then Kerry can cause them cause them problems. But Kerry's problem has been not starting matches. And you know, if Wexford have chin out of Rory O'Connor's on, on on song, then you know, I mean you would expect Wexford to come at them early as, as Antrim did. And you know, the game is really over after half an hour there last Saturday evening. Um, and then Kerry were trying to claw it back. Um, he's probably finishing with a stronger team with Morris O'Connor and Jordan Conway coming on late Conway got 2-2 two, two, Morris got a point but set up a few more scores so you know it, it, it'll be tough for Wexford but uh, I believe they're travelling down Friday afternoon and things like that and, um, you know you'd expect Wexford to win and, and uh, to win comfortably really you know would, would you expect that like Jordan Conway in my opinion changed the game would you, you surely be expecting him to start no Correct. Yeah, but I think what he's doing is he's trying to he's done that with Morris and Jordan Conway in the last few games. He's brought them on, so um, he's bringing on finishers as distinct from starters. Um, but I, I would imagine this time he'll start Morris and he'll start Conway. Uh, both of those players that he'll have to start to really stay in the game of Wexford, um, and and that's my worry that um, you know there's a lot of fellas if you know. Kerry Club Hurling, there's a lot of fellas that are missing. Um, like the, the senior hurling league final is on Friday night, and uh, Abby Dornier playing Crotta. And, um, you know, you'd have two of the, you know, the best probably wing forwards in Kerry for the last few years, the two O'Leary brothers, Brendan O'Leary and Michael O'Leary, they're not in the panel. Um, Barry O'Mahony is playing with Crotta, Shane Nolan is playing with Crotta. They are two excellent uh, inter-county hurlers as well. So it's it's a pity that they are not in there to give Kerry that extra depth, that extra talent. But look, it is what it is. And you have a small pick in Kerry. And um, I was talking to Brendan Furlong this morning about that, like that, you know, that, that you've lost Joe Connor as well, like that he's not there. Um, and, and counties need all their players, really, you know what I mean? But uh, look, Kerry will be competitive on on 
on Saturday afternoon. And the longer they are in the game, the harder it will be for Wexford to beat them. But, um, you know, um, that's it. I suppose if, if, if there's... And yeah, if there was evidence of that, it was Wexford allowing Westmead in the game for so long uh, in Mullingar recently, yeah. allowing them in the yeah. game long enough for yeah. Westmead to get the last minute goal. Is yeah. like that is that the key for both sides, Wexford to get ahead and early and, and well, you know, well, just that's, build on that's that. what that's what Egan would be saying to the to the Wexford boys, like let's go, let's go hammer and tongue for the first 10-15 minutes. And get the game over, and that's what Antrim did on on, on Saturday. And like, and you're you're absolutely correct, Gary, in what you're saying about Westmead staying in the game. And as long and then, Jesus, we're still here, and we're still here. And you know, Westmead beat Kilkenny in under twenty one hurling a few years back. So, so all of these little things, all of these triggers, you know, and 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 Kerry have a good record in 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 Tralee. They played awfully there, um, and they beat awfully, you know, going back over the years. So, you know what I mean? They, they won't fear Wexford. I think, you know, the, the the psychological thing of playing Cork, if they had beaten uh, Antrim, would, would be different. But, you know, they will see themselves having a real chance against Wexford. And Wexford need to start with the Ray game, and that's really it, you know. And, you know, if Chin and Rory are, 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 are motoring, um, because Wexford were, I saw Wexford in the league semi-final. They were wide open at the back with yeah. with, with Waterford in Nolan Park. You know, four twenty-four is fair scoring, like, but uh, five twenty-two is, yeah, a, hell, is a hell of a lot to concede. Like, but there's no one marking <laughs> anyone anymore, Ben. Like, Jesus, like in Turles yesterday, like Flanagan got eight points and. Tony Kelly got seven from play, like, and you know, you're saying these defenders are all stars. They're not all stars, like they're not, they're not defending, they're not doing their job. Um, like you have to defend, and that's the, you know what I mean. Um, I would rather win a game two points to one than 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 win a game four twenty three to four twenty two. Um, like Jesus, if you can see that much, like it's crazy. Like do you know what I mean? It's just a shootout, uh, and that's what you don't want. You you. Kerry really need to tighten up as well, and, and uh, I expect him to do that. You know, they've, they've certainly showed plenty of heart. I mean, you mentioned the slow start; they were, I think, it was two eleven to five down after twenty five yeah. minutes. Yeah, they came back into it. Yeah, then just before half time, they conceded yeah. another goal. Yeah, uh, in the second half, conceded an early enough goal. Then Jordan Conway came on and got the two goals. They came back yeah. into it again, yeah. and they conceded another goal, yeah. but they still. Only got bet by the one point. I mean, it was it was like watching a, a Rocky movie or something. They just yeah. didn't know how to when to quit or how to quit. Yeah, but but you know, it's it's often easier to chase a game than it is to defend a game. You know what I mean? Like if, if you're three or four points up, it's difficult. I know that from 2018 with Limerick, like being six points up with eight minutes to go, we should have closed out and we didn't. And um, looking at Kerry there, I think they just need like Podge Boyle will. Project Boyle will score um, from freeze and from play. You know, I think Conway has to start. Shane Conway, really, who would have been the, the, the main man in the last few years with taking freeze and, and from general play, is not really shooting the lights out. Now, he's been going non-stop with Kerry and with Lixna and with UCC in the Fitzgibbon Cup. So, you know, he needs to have a big game. And if Conway can get on the ball, on the ball as well, now, Collins the centre forward Daniel Collins is, is was taken off injured in the last few minutes so Collins will be a miss if he doesn't make the game and he'll be a huge loss uh, but but um, look it's 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 Wexford are going to be jumpy 
uh, coming to Tralee and you and you need to take advantage of that and that's really it in a nutshell. Um, you know, in a lot will, of will there be a big crowd in, in Austin Stack Park? Well, I, expect, the fortress? I expect there to be. A, I expect there, you know, the, the Kerry people will come out and support. There's a, there's a real graph for hurling in North Kerry. It's it's a very small pocket, Gary. That like if you if you were to take just you know the, the southeast, the, the area of Wexford that I know where I'm from, like Wexford district. That's that's you know. It's not even as big as that, Gary. And you have eight clubs in North Kerry that are, you know, side by side. You've only ditches really separating clubs. Uh, like Ardfert, Kilmiley, you go up the road, Valley High, Causeway. And then you have Tralee Parnells, who have, you know, really, I suppose, re-energised hurling again in Tralee in the last 15 years. Uh, but they're, they're only competing at intermediate level. They're not competing at senior, even though they're five or six on the panel. You've Dr. Crokes in Killarney, uh, but their main men in Dr. Crokes are playing football. Uh, they play football. And then you've Kilgarvan and Ken Mayer. So th- that's it in a nutshell. So like if you if, if you said to me, the clubs that I would know in, in, in Wexford, if you had Ladies Island, St. Fintons, Ross Lair, the Martins, Kilmore, uh, the Marys of Madelintown, things like that. That's it. That's it, Gary. That's all you have. You know what I mean? The return out of those clubs is is fantastic, really, you know. Um, you know, to get to the John McDonough final and to be up there competing with Wexford, you're in a chance quarter final that you know that, that you have an opportunity to go further. Do you hold Kerry's last win in the All Ireland series? 1993, Gary. Thanks yeah. for telling me. Against Waterford. Against <laughs> Waterford, 1993, the 25th of May. Yeah, Waterford turned <laughs> up with their flashy suits on and you know, flashy jackets and photographs and collars and ties, and we turned up with them. Um, you know, Sunday afternoon clothes and uh, Jesus, like, it, but it's like it was one of those days, Gary. You know, like, 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 no expectation, no camera, RT weren't even there. There was nothing. Um, there was absolutely nothing there, uh, and we turned them over, and we got a twenty-one yard free, and DJ Lee took it and missed it, and it trickled into the net, and. You know, like like fellas putting balls over the bar from sixty yards out in the sideline, and that's all. <laughs> Paul Flynn made his debut, and he was absolutely incredible. But um, it didn't work, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, but look, we all have those kind of days, and but I took it for granted because I had been involved with Cork, and we beat Waterford in '82 and '83 Munster finals, and we beat Waterford by thirty points. So, so it was kind of very. Oh, sure. Look, what have we achieved? What have we done? Then we went to play Tipperary two weeks later and they beat us by 12 points, I think. So, you know, you have you have two good years every 10, really, in, in the weaker counties. Like, you know, you look at Leash now, you look at Westmead, you look at Carlow, you, um, you look at Antrim, you probably sometimes get about two or three years max out of a team every decade like those teams. Um, you saw what Eddie done with Leash you know, Antrim at the moment, you know, they'll give um, Cork a good run of it in Belfast in Corrigan Park. You know, Kerry, you know, they've been in the last three, Joe McDonald's, they haven't won any of them. So, look, it's, it's you know, I think Malumphy's doing something in Kerry. Um, he's brought in a rigid style, kind of military style. He's brought in fitness, he's brought in discipline, he's brought in all those that you expect in other counties, the you know the level one counties. He needs everybody. He needs all the players in there really full time. You know, does yeah. his experience as a coach under Davy with Wexford do that have any bearing? Do you think? 
I don't, yes, it would. Uh, no, you know what I mean? I don't know exactly what he was doing with Wexford, but Brendan Furlong was saying to me this morning like that he, he watched them and he felt that he was a very good coach. Um, and you know what I mean? He was he was really, really good. And, um, you know, uh, so Brendan felt like that he would bring a huge plus to Kerry. Uh, but but the hurlers are there individually, Gary. I, I, I've said that the boys are as good as I think the, the boys are as good. Fiona and Mackesy, Eric Lee, individually, they're as good. Mackesy is a superb athlete. He's bigger than Chin and he's an athlete and he covers the ground. Eric Lean is a really good defender. So individually, uh, individually, they're as good as, 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 as Cork hurlers, Tipperary hurlers, Wexford hurlers, anybody. It's just collectively and then having more resources. If you if, if you have more resources, and I, you know, just saying this morning like that, that, you know, Joel Connor is a massive loss to Wexford. Uh, you, you, you know, I think it was uh, Padraig Foley last year was missing, wasn't it? Padraig Foley um, was missing. You, you, you can't lose these top class players. Um, you saw the, the effect that had on Tipperary by losing um, Padraig Mar, by losing Seamus Callum. You just can't replace those. And and Tipperary um, lost a lot in fairness to him. Yeah, and 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 you know, you know, Bonner wasn't out there saying, Oh, we were missing Mar, we were missing Calvin and those like mm. just you know what can you do? Um and and you know, every county would like more. And you know, you 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 see Cody last night with with um, like Walter is still hanging around. I'm surprised Richie Ogan wasn't there as well. You know what I mean? So and and he, he still has um John Donnelly and all those, they're all in there and they've been in the panel for 10 years. Um, you know, so it's a numbers game as well, Gary, and having, you know, good backup, good support as well. Yeah, I think it was Keith Rosser, Ben, that he was on with us a couple of weeks ago and uh, he he quoted you in saying, like, if someone was missing, and you used to say, we have what we have. My friend said to me, he said, what's wrong with you? And uh, I says, I'm, I'm oh, Jesus, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm in the horrors. And and um, I don't have the hurlers. And that was 0708 when I was in Bollywood. Actually, I said, I don't have the hurlers. And he said, open your eyes. He said, they're in front of you, but you can't see them. And you have what you have. You know, I I, I spent, remember spending a day with, with uh, Jorgen Klopp in, um, in, in, in Celtic Park. My young fella got me a present. And um, I spent a day with Klopp talking about hurling and about soccer. And they said to him, I said, Jorgen, how many Liverpool fellas have you got? And he says, John, he says, I have Trent, Trent, Trent is from Liverpool. He's no other Liverpool players. I said, I can't do that. And um, he says, what do you mean? And I said, <laughs> I, said, I, said, I said, I have to take what I have. And you have what you have. And that's it. You know, and, and um, Kerry have those 11 clubs. And that's it. You know what I mean? No, to have one or two from Mungret. With, with, with Kerry relationships and like I've made that point over the years for the likes of the likes of Tommy Welch and the likes of those maybe that retire could give one year to Carlo or one year in, in, in the panel or something like that you know here in um, in Cork that you know one or two of the lads like Owen Cadigan Alan Cadigan that have retired I don't think Alan has retired but Owen retired Owen could give one year to Kerry and play full back in the panel and just show show the the Kerry fellas, the Carlo fellas, the Westmead fellas, like what type of training you're doing? Because going back 2011, I was managing Kerry and we won the Christie Ring final and Bernard Rochford was in goal for me and Rochford was sub to Cusack 
for about 10 years. So Roch came in and, and suddenly said to guys, like, we need to pick this up. Like. So th th these guys are a huge help as well. And Kerry have one or two, uh, the goalie from, from Mungret now in Limerick. And, uh, you know, they're a huge plus. Um, and, and, you know, I've look, I've knocked on every door in Crow Park, and, but no one listens to me, you know, so. Probably not the, uh, my, well, my guess would be that the support in the Kerry County Board itself would be more football orientated. No, absolutely not. No? No, zero. The support from the Kerry County Board, then is absolutely 100%. You know, and I'm, I've been down there, 93, I've been down there um, managing Kerry twice. They've given me everything I've got. They've given the players everything. They've never asked for anything. You will get everything you want. But it's extremely difficult then to go start hurling, you know. Um, you know, you, you know Wexford better than I do now, but like the likes of Castletown or those places that are all football. If you go out there with Harley, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's difficult. If you go into Killarney and to Dr. Croaks, where they win all Ireland clubs every year with the Gooch and those, it's difficult to get Harley going up and running with, with, with young lads. And then when you have them, it's grand when they're six, eight, seven, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. But then when they become 14, 16, the pressure comes on them then to go play football. And, you know, the club I'm involved with in Kerry, Kilmiley, we, we had a relationship with Dingle going way back. And we've two at the moment, Matthew Flaherty and Barry O'Sullivan. But their first, first port of call is Dingle. They're Division One football and they expect to win the Senior Football Championship in Kerry. Their priority is football. They will go to football. And you have it in Wexford, I would imagine, with Castletown. I'm not sure the other football teams don't, but, but um, I would imagine uh, it's football only. And like you come here to Cork and some clubs are, are hurling one. So it, it's, it's, county boards are, are doing everything they can. And they put out GDAs, and I don't know what you call them in Wexford, we call them GDAs here. But they put out development officers and all of those, and they're all out there coaching in clubs and coaching young fellas. But it's the club's then ultimate responsibility to, to, to mix it, hurling and football. So it's, 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 I would never say one bad word about the Kerry County Board. Now, no, Ben. <laughs> Just to clarify now, Castletown. I, I wouldn't, Ben. I wouldn't. And if you, and, and I've, always, I've always accepted, Ben, if you're the manager, you're responsible. Um, and I've always made that point and I've a fantastic relationship Kerry County Board and go back to what you mentioned there when we beat Wadford Liam Cotter was the vice chairman he was responsible for hurling Lord of mercy on the man he, he, he was hurling through and through he couldn't do enough for us he couldn't do enough anything at all um, and you know what I mean there's never a question over resources there's never a question over hotels food anything they're absolutely brilliant well, no, they had to get a, a flight home, I believe, from Dublin. Yeah, but sure. Yesterday. Do you know what I'm getting the bus, Ben. That would be. Kerry Airport, Kerry Airport in Farn 4 organised the chart. But, but, yeah. but, but here we go. I have a young fellow who spent 12 years in England. They always went home every night after matches. You go home, at, you know, in the match, I've been at matches where the match would be over at 10. The bus would be leaving at home at 11. I would be going to the airport or in the boat. And he would say to me, I got home at five, six o'clock this morning. You go home. It's not, you're not, this thing of staying overnight in a hotel in Dublin, you're making too much of 
the handshake and hotels and things that don't <laughs> matter then. Sorry. No. These things don't matter then, hotels or handshakes. They don't. The green grass behind Gary there matters. That's what matters. <laughs> I assume you're not in Crow Park, Gary. I'm not, no. <laughs> yeah, Ben, you were just about to clarify. Castletown, in fairness to him, no, they, they play Harland. They're, yeah. they're, Castletown, I think Harland's Kool, Kool probably... Granny. Castletown, Kulgrani. Um, yeah, but, yeah, but I... I I, you're I, right, but but like there's a priority in some clubs that are football. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And, and, and yeah. do you know what I mean? And don't be codding yourself that you know county boards are not uh, support. County boards are support. And like I'm involved with the 15s here, and and uh, we were in Galway on Saturday with two teams, and those two teams are fed. You know what I mean? No, the parents drove up and all that, and they're delighted. And and uh, we had sixty, you know, a total of sixty people up there, and they're fed. Who pays for that? That's just I'm just on my hobby horse. <laughs> All right, for, forgive me, John. No, Ben. No, I, 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 I uh, that just would have been my thought. But I'm glad we clarified. No, Patrick O'Sullivan is chairman of the county board. He's, he's an absolute gentleman, an absolute gentleman, and he's brilliant. And, and there's a hurling officer there, uh, Jared McCarthy and Paddy Deneen, and they do a fabulous job. And it's up to them then to get the resources. And there's, 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 you know, there's hurling, as I said, going on in Tralee. But it's, 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 look, there's three senior clubs in, in, in Tralee. You've Austin Stacks, you've Terms of Rattles, you've John Richards. They're three football clubs. Austin Stacks were beaten by the Bears in the Ireland Club football. Turns of Rahalis have done this more than those. They're all serious, serious football clubs. So when a fella comes to 16, 15, Ben, and he's good, making good strides at hurling and football, he's going to be told to go football. And there's your conundrum and your question then. And, and that's not, you know, the responsibility of the county border. Like, like I, I've, I've six or eight dual players now, and I'm saying I want you playing hurling, um, and you have that in Wexford with the underage squads as well. Do I mean you've good fellas in Peter's College or in good council? They're all dual players, but, but, but you know. I assume David would have played hurling football as a as a kid. Did he have to make a decision soon to just focus on the soccer? Oh, decisions were made for him, Gary. Thank God. <laughs> um, he won an under twelve hurling county with Blackrock, Gary. I, I, Jesus, I, I've, I've great memories of it. They, they beat Newtown Chandram uh, in the in in the semi final after replay, but the score was seven nine to five fifteen in that first match. Seven nine to five fifteen. David got five seven out of seven nine. They beat him in a replay, and, and uh, but it was Jesus, it was pure innocence. Like, do you know what I mean? It was, it was great hurling. Um, absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant, and. You know, he was playing the hurling, the football. They were successful at football as well with St. Michael's and that. And then he was playing the soccer. He was captain of the Kennedy Cup team and all that. But kind of one or two decisions were made for him. Like he wasn't picked for the Cork under 14 hurling squads. And, you know, in, in hindsight, that was good, like as well. You know what I mean? So um, like, when you get to 15, 16, you have to start making decisions now. If we have a look at the... Uh... The Wexford team. Have you seen much of them this this year? Or I've only only on the telly. Only on the. On yeah. The, on how how the, do you think they've been going? Have you been impressed with what Dar Egan has been doing? No, my my impression was that Wexford were going really well in the league, and then they came to the league semi final against Watford, and and they were wide open in Nolan Park, 
and yeah. knocked them back a bit. And you know what I mean? I got the impression that they were absolutely flying and training and things like that because they were winning all their matches. But then when it came to Waterford and Nolan Park, they, they were wide open at the back. And that would worry me going forward. Um, you know, that Kilkenny got in against them there in the league in the league championship last week, a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, there was a, a few good a block on, on TJ Reid. Um, you know what I mean? But they held out against Kilkenny. But, you know, if I was looking at that tape, you know, the, 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 the tape of the Waterford League semi-final, I'd be worried about the full back line. But, you know, Chin wasn't around then, so Chin is back in now. So that, you know, that's a huge plus there as well. Like, you know, um, so look, it, it's it's all to play for. Um, like, go to Tralee on Saturday and come out of it with no injuries, come out of it with a win and get ready then for Clare. Like, and like that's that's not going to be easy because Clare will have had huge momentum from yesterday. Um, yeah. I, even though they were beaten, but I think they were... I, you know, I was really, really, you know, delighted for Clare in a way because they stood up to him. Um, and, you know, like with, with um, Peter Duggan, Tony and um, um, Shane O'Donnell, you know, they have three serious... No, they brought on two young fellas in. Um, oh, Jesus. Mosley, Mark Rogers. Mark Rogers and Mosney. And they made a difference then there as well. So, you know, and then... You know, I don't know where that match probably might be played here in Parky Kiev, maybe. I'm not sure, but, um, you know, like like Wexford will have to be on song there. Um, you're going to have to stop uh, Kelly. And David Fitzgerald has, has been excellent in midfield. Like, he's coming up with scores and that. And, uh, you know, but Duggan and Shane O'Donnell have really added to them from last year. So, um, it's it's going to be tough, Gary. Tough. Yeah. Well, we've uh, we've made a mistake about uh, underestimating teams on the podcast before, so we won't look past Kerry for now. <laughs> no, no, you wouldn't want to either. But like, what, Tralee, Gary, is the same as Wexford Park. There's a wind blows into the town end, into, into the Horns end in Tralee. And, you know, it depends. You get to start there and, you know, you'll have a hostile crowd because there's a lot of... Um, Twitter talk and things like that about getting into Trelino on Saturday night and getting in there and supporting Kerry. And I, I can't remember the exact year, no, but 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 Kerry nearly caught Limerick and Tralee a few years back. Um, you know, on a Saturday evening. Um, and um, you know, they, they were unlucky, they were there all the time. Um, and I think, you know, there's another kick in Kerry they'll go again. Um, and sure, why not? It's the last game of the year for them if they don't win. So they'll give it a go. Um, so Now, you, John, were you were the Wexford manager in 07 and 08. Yep. Looking at us at the time, maybe we were hoping for more. Looking at it afterwards, it looks like you actually did quite well with that team. Jesus, Ben, thanks, yeah. <laughs> That's well, well, the way I look at it is, it was, we got to the semi-final in 07, and I think it was 12 years before we got to another semi-final. Yeah. But you were let go at the end of the 08 season. I, and love, I love the way you put that, you let go, yeah. Well, I'm not sure on the details, but I mean, Damien Fitzhenry told us, a while back, that it was absolutely scandalous what happened. Were you were you were you upset at the way it was handled? I've, I've, I've have you read my book? 
Well, have you read, <laughs> have you read my book? Uh, no, not my book. My, David's, David's book <laughs> and myself, uh, the two of us wrote a book. I looked and I'd gone over this and gone over it and that. And, um, well, 708, we met a juggernaut in Kilkenny. It's as simple as that. Um, yeah. And um, they were the best hurling team that I ever came across. Um, the best hurlers, the best athletes, uh, the best people as well. Michael Finley, Tommy Welch, Henry Shefflin, JJ, all those ap- un- unbelievable hurlers. And that was my problem. Um, I met him in the wrong, I was in Wexford in the wrong two years. We got you to the league. You couldn't get rid of him. You couldn't get away from him. Yeah. yeah. Leinster final, All Ireland semi final, Leinster yeah, final. Yeah. Yeah, but every everything, Gary. You know what I mean? Like, like they beat us in the Leinster final. Then we had to play them in the All Ireland semi final, and they beat us in the league semi final. They beat us. They were the, the three matches that they beat us in that year. Then the second year, they beat us in the Leinster final. Waterford beat us by a point in Turles, and that was it. Um, and then I was let go, and and uh, I, you know, um, in the ranks is it it it, it, it annoys me. Uh, but look. If you Consider- win the race, if you don't, you're wrong. Considering now how the Wexford team went after you left, do you think maybe you dodged a bullet? No, I didn't dodge a bullet. I didn't dodge a bullet, Ben, because I felt we were going in the right direction in 08. And I had met the players afterwards in Gory, and I'd met, and I said, yeah, there's a few things wrong. Any team over this weekend that... Claire Galway will sit down and say, what did we do right? What did we do wrong? And I put my hands up and say, you know, after the, the, the game against Waterford and I met them up in Gory, what did we do wrong? And you know, we need to get fitter. We need to get stronger. We need to do more this, 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 and this. And I said, fine. I had a list of about 10 points and I was going away with Willie Sutherland, Lord Emerson, really good man, Nick Byrne, super management team. You know, just work on those things and we just pick it up and go again in, in October, whatever it was. Uh, but it didn't happen and um, and that's it, you know. Um, but I just ran into Kilkenny at the wrong time. That was it. Um, like we, If you check the records, Ben, like we beat, we beat Galway, we beat every other team. Um, but we, we didn't beat Waterford. Waterford beat us by a point in 08 and, and Fitzhenry had a 21-yard free and he put it an inch over the bar instead of an inch under the bar. Um, no, I don't claim blame Did, for that. Like, wasn't that the year Waterford went on? Yeah, to get hammered in the All Ireland final yeah. by yeah. the game was over after five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Like, look, look, Ben, it 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 it, it, it annoys me. Um, it annoys me. Uh, but like, look, as much as the, uh, 2018 against Limerick annoys me as well. But it is what it is, and, and you have to, you know what I mean. You have to get on with it. As a Wexford native, we claim you, uh, but a Cork man as well. And uh, you're wrong, you're wrong sorry, you're the Cork man. No, yeah, I'm not I'm, uh, Cork man. I meant never, living in Cork. Apologies, yeah, will, I'll start that again. They will I, never I, let you, they will never uh, let you down here be a Cork man. <laughs> as I'll restart that completely. No, but um, I, I met the Bishop of Cork here a good few years ago, John Buckley. And he said to me, he said, there are two types of people in this world. He said, there are cock people and people who think they're cock people. And I said, Bishop Buckley, you're absolutely correct. I'm from Wexford. And I have always, um, I have always stood up for Wexford down here. Even though they've been as good as gold to me down here for 40 years. 
So your allegiances are still 100% no, Wexford? 100% to Wexford, yeah. I, I'm, I'm a Wexford man, yeah. Living in Cork for 48 years. Married to a Cork woman, two Cork kids who are mad about Cork hurling. Even it's though she's Wexford. teaching in Wexford, so... It's a funny world down here, Gary. It's a funny world down here. <laughs> and you'd be, it's the, is it the Kerry, the Cork under-15s now you're with? Cork under-15s, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. No, okay. no, it's the Cork. It's my fourth. Actually, Ben, it's my fourth go at the Cork 15s. Uh, the last time was 2015. And um, there are now seven of that under-15 team on the Cork panel. And Blake yeah. Murphy's Blake Murphy's on the Cork football panel. So I think we've done all right. So if we can get that number again now, um, with these current crop of players in, in seven years' time, I think we'll be doing well. Cork seem to have done particularly good in underage the last couple of years, under 20 yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think there's something that Cork are doing differently that we should be doing in Wexford? Or is it just kind of a cyclical talent-wise? It's, it's, it's a number... I'll go back then to the point I was making about Kerry. It's a numbers issue. Um, like, I have four teams at the moment. Uh, they're they're geography-based teams. There's the east and the north of Cork and the city and the west of Cork. So I, I have two managers in each of those areas. I have four teams in total. Uh, so it's a numbers issue. And it's, it's developing those. It's bringing those through. So there are a lot of issues. There's hurling. And then there's the standard of hurling that you play at. Um, the strength and conditioning, the psychology. There's all of these things. And there's schools. So if you, look at, if you look at Kilkenny, and Kilkenny don't ever get too excited about 15, 16s. Why? Because they're all going to Kieran's. They're going to Kilkenny CBS. And they're going to Castle Homer. So... All of those young Kilkenny fellas, all the good fellas, they're all going to the three schools where they're being coached every day of the week at Hurling and they have no football. And that's a huge advantage that Kilkenny have. Like I have, as I said to you, 80 players here, they're scattered been over about 30 secondary schools. So it's, it's extremely difficult. It's impossible to implement any programme across those schools collectively because... You know, A schools, B schools, C schools, and D schools in, in terms of in terms of uh, grading of the hurling. So what you're trying to do is to get all of your fellas into the you know the secondary school, the Hearty Cup. Um, I don't know what that is in in, in Leinster, uh, and trying to get in them to compete with Kieran's, with Kilkenny CBS these things because like you know the fellas that are in Kieran's will automatically go to the Kilkenny minor team, they go to Kilkenny under 21, they go to Kilkenny C, like every one of them. And, and that's the that's the process line in Kilkenny. So, you know, that I try and follow here as much as I can. Um, so it's it's just working with them. Um, you know, as I say, it's, it's going really well. We're, we're, we're delighted with the progress. Kieran Murphy, Froggy, who was with me with the Cork Seniors there the last few years, Froggy's doing the 16th. Jerry Regan, who uh, was with the minors there the last couple of years, he's doing on the 14th. So we all link in together. And, and, um, but it's just development is difficult. But then the big stage then, Ben, is getting them from under 20, 21 into senior. Um, like you saw Limerick yesterday with Cahill O'Neill, you know, as one fella. Um, so 
you know, you, you need to get one breaking through every year. Uh, coming out of minor, coming out of under 20, you need to get one. Um, and I was delighted now that, you know, the fellas that were involved with us in 2015, Tommy O'Connell, the Roach Twins, uh, Mark Keane, uh, Daryl Connery, those, they're involved in the panel, Sean Toomey, um, they're there, um, and they'll be in the Cork panel you now in the next year or two. But, you know, you look at Limerick yesterday, you look at the size, the strength and condition, the physique, the athleticism, all of those, the hurling, like it's a fair, fair jump now been from under 15, 16 up to senior. Uh, it's massive. Regarding strength and conditioning, say for, for under 15s, yep. would there be a dedicated strength and conditioning coach that you have with you to look help look after all those under 15s or how does it work in Cork? I have two. Uh, I have two squads then. So like in, in terms of Wexford, I would have... One squad, we say, between Wexford District and then Escarty District, one New Ross District and Gorey District, or whatever way you line them up. Um, I've, I've, I've two managers in each one, and I have a strength and conditioning person in each one. Then I have a psychology person collectively. Um, so bits and pieces all coming together then, you know, bit by bit. Uh, and um, it's a structure you know that that the, I'm not responsible for either team. I'm responsible for the collective. Then you know I'm not going to put them together now. Um, I'm just going to keep them going and keep them going and, and see how far I can get on their own. And then you know when it comes up to, to under sixteen, then Kieran is going to take the best of those for his minor team next year. Um, so then we're just going to try and develop more again. So. It, it, it's putting the structure in place is, 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 is the important thing. Uh, and then getting them into the schools. They have to go. I, I, I think it's Peter's good counsel, um, Gory. I'm, 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 don't ask me the other schools. But Peter's and, and good counsel is there that you want them. You want them there playing, you know, the, the Kieran's, um, these, these top teams really, like Dublin colleges. I'm not, I'm not sure now about Leinster schools. But, like this hearty cup here, uh, I want them in there. I want them on the teams. That's it. You know, so you have to convince that the young fellow you have to convince the parents. You know, and there's a lot, a lot of work. How much contact like does these these SNC coaches have? Like, are they would they be into the schools every week? Yeah. Co- coaching strengthening and, and not, not, but, but, but schools like like schools have to have their own gyms and things like that as well and you have yeah. to be allowed in so there's, there's a whole structure here Ben of, of, of coordination it's not just go in and lash up a few weights or things like that. it has to be done in the, in the coordinated structured fashion and it is being done you know what I mean so but again Ben because we've so many schools you know like we, we, we might have sometimes one or two players are, are just the only players that we have out of the school so you can't really do that um, but all of these programs we, we, we put together um, we just implement them through the structure uh, and they're tested and they're you know they're measured, they're tested, and that. So it's 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 a structure. It has to be coordinated, and it has to be tested. It has to be measured. And are you the, are you the person that comes up with the structure, or is that about? Is that I'm, you I'm, I'm, the structure? I'm responsible for the total structure. I, I, I'm responsible for for everything, for the under fifteen hurlers. 
uh, I'm responsible for that. But then I then delegate then the the two teams, you know, the 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 two the city west. I have people involved there, east north of people involved there, a certain condition involved there. So it it it, it all adds up really, you know. Is there competition competition between them? No, no. Well, besides- when we bring it together, we would have a game between both both the both geographical areas. Yeah, yeah. There's competition, but there's you know there's competition everywhere because you know you're 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 trying to develop fellas. Fellas at fifteen may not develop uh, until they're seventeen. Um, like I remember my own fella under fifteen. Um, he never got played for Ireland. 15, 16, 17, 18. Then. I wrote, uh, oh God, Monaghan man, uh, Seamus McCaffrey, and um, I said to him, would you ever give David a trial for the under-19s? And uh, a week later, he was called in to play France down in, down in Waterford. You know, so you, you might get your chance all of a sudden, and Jesus against France. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't going to be easy. So look, my father actually, father and mother rang me today about their young fella, and he'd like to come into the panel, and I said, yeah, I said, no problem. You know, um, you know, he's finished his soccer now and he wants to go play hurling. I said, fine, not going to use a good hurling. But uh, no, it's, it's, <laughs> it wouldn't go the same if he wasn't, I'd say. <laughs> no, but, welcoming. But, but fellas, did, you know, fellas, did, did, did develop at different stages. You know, Shefflin never played minor for Kilkenny. You know, um, Kerry wing forward uh, didn't play football, minor football for Kerry. You know, like, so... You have to be able to see all those things, so it's it's, it's difficult. And um, but but look, I I really enjoy it. And, you know, if I didn't enjoy it, I wouldn't do it. You know. Yeah, I, even Eddie Brennan was saying, I think on off the ball on last week, that uh, he didn't even like hurling, playing hurling as much when he was when he was younger. He he loved watching it, but uh, he used to hide the hurl behind the behind the wall before he get on the bus because he didn't he didn't want to be poking around during during the day. Yeah. But then you know when it when it came to to minor, I think he started to to come good and to enjoy it a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was you know look, and 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 then you can be lucky. Like my own fellow was lucky, and 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 things like that. You can be in the right place at the right time, and all these things. Like and you know, coaches, managers take a shine to you then, and you know, I like this guy. I like this guy. You know, um, I just need to see a little bit more, um, and then you have to. You know, there are problems as well, Gary, dealing with young fellas today because you have to be careful about the um, GDPR and you can't, you know, what was good in my day when you got a rollicking or a bollocking, and you can't do that anymore and you must talk to the parents and, you know, you have to be careful, like, you know what I mean? So, um, but it works. You know? That's good. It's it's it's. I enjoy it. I, if if I didn't, I wouldn't do it. Uh, I love it. Love it. So right. oh, the structure, structure, underage structures are something that interests me a lot now. Just to, but, but go back to my lectures. Then I lecture in strategy and strategy, the implementation of strategies through structure, structure, control, culture. You know what I mean, people. That and then controls. You implement your your plan, your strategy through structure through the people that you have, you know what I mean? And I keep saying, you know, I keep saying, you need to recruit people that are better than you. And, you know, 
I have a small management team. There's only nine of us. And one of the lads said to me over the weekend, coming back from Galway, like, I think we need one or two more. And I said, yeah, but who? You need really good people. You really need good people. Um, and surround yourself with people then that are better than you. And then they make you better. And, you know, I brought in Howlett here in 2019 for high performance culture and that. And it's absolutely brilliant. You know, he played with the All Blacks and, you know, he, 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 was, he was absolutely brilliant. Challenged, you know, challenged me, challenged everybody. And Huggy, Huggy got the best year that year in 2019. So, you know, um, and then you must have controls, Ben. You must have measures. You must have measures. You must test, 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 test. That's it. Uh, but I have good people with me, you know, young fellas, they're learning the roads and I can just, I can sit back, I can sit back at the moment, problem will be next year. Okay. Right, we'll, um, we'll ask you a few quick fire questions here now, if that's okay, and then we'll, then we'll finish up. Uh, who is the best player you've ever played with? To me very much I was hoping you were going to go a Wexford man now. No. It's okay. <laughs> I, 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 spent, ben, I spent 15 years with the Bars. Uh, I left Ladies Island in 1980 and I joined the Bars and I you know, walked into a dressing room with Jimmy, with your Cunningham, John Blake, Don O'Grady, John Allen. Ah, Jesus. Unbelievable hurlers. Unbelievable. Charlie McCarthy, Gerald McCarthy, Con Roach coach. I, I, I was just... I often I often bless myself and you know say a prayer and and say thanks for 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 being inside in that dressing room in July 20, uh, whatever year it was 1980 because I had I had a ball for 15 years and Jimmy was Jimmy was a genius Jimmy was ahead Jimmy was half a yard ahead of us you see Chin you see Lee Chin you see Tommy Welsh, you see some of these fellas, they're, 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 they're so talented. Um, they don't realise how good they are, how talented they are, and they make it look so simple. Um, JBM was the main man. Who's the best player you've ever coached? Damien Fitzhenry. Finally, we got there. <laughs> no, 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 don't. No, no, don't ask me to pick a extra fella. You're wrong there, I wouldn't. No, no, I'm just happy that he did. That's no, all. don't be happy either. <laughs> Fitzhenry was... <laughs> Fitzhenry kept Wexford in games, Ben. Fitzhenry was a brilliant goalkeeper. He was a brilliant goalkeeper. And there was, no, there was no bullshit with him. There was no messing with him. He was honest out. And he, he you know, coaching a guy like him was, was, was you know... Wasn't a problem. There was no, never, there was never an issue, never a problem. Never. And not because he's Wexford or anything like that, but, and he's a gentleman. And one of the nicest people I've met. But I'd say, you know, without fear, one of the best I've coached. Not, no, I coached Tommy Welch in the Shinty, but that, would probably, <laughs> that, that wouldn't qualify for, um, that wouldn't qualify for answering your question, Ben. But, uh, Damien was it was magic, magic, and he he got that goal against Tipperary in the All Ireland quarter final. You know what I mean? But he can put one over the bar then against Wadbury. <laughs> it had gone under and turned this 
you, you might be interviewing me about winning All Ireland, but anyway. <laughs> no, but Damien was the talent. Yeah. Great Who family is... as well, Ben. Oh, Frank Fitzhenry yeah. and those. Great family, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who is the toughest player you've ever played against? Pat Hartnett. Um, Pat played with Middleton here, and uh, he played with Cork as well uh, in the 80s. Um, and when you were playing, you know, whether it was the club match or uh, county training with Cork in the 80s, and I'd be on the wing and Hartness would be wing back, um, you knew what was coming. Um, and Christ, he was hard. Um, you know, he'd scald you, uh, but you just had to scald him back and that was it. Um, but like, it's tough as nails. Um, a good hurler. Good hurler. Who was the one player, and it could be someone you played with or that you coached, but the one player that you'd go to war with? Tommy Welsh. Tommy Welsh. Qualifying through the Shinty? No. I, I came across Tommy really through the Shinty. Um, I was involved with the Shinty for four years there with Michael Walsh. And Michael had said to me that Tommy wanted to come to Scotland. And I said, Jesus, I'd love to. Um, <laughs> but we played Scotland uh, and over in Inverness. And um, Tommy was, was midfield. And you know the shinty sticks now. And they welded him with the sticks. They welded him. They pulled on him and they broke him up. And they welded him again and he got up. And they welded him and he got up. And he kept going. And he said, Jesus, John, this is great. I had huge admiration for that man. I, I think, and I remember we went over on the Friday for the, we used to go over on the Friday, the match would be Saturday, a few points Saturday night and come home Sunday. But um, we said we'd have a puck around at three o'clock, whatever time we got to, we went to the hotel from the flight and then we just got a puck around and go back in. And uh, Tommy was first out on the field, like a spring lamb. He, he was out on the field pucking around. And there was, I won't mention his name, there was, there was a Westmead hurler on the panel, and he turns out. And I said, um, What's wrong? I forgot my gear, you know. And I, I said, Look, forget about it. And um, there was a man with eight other than medals, with eight other than medals. And he was first out on the field. Um, I remember saying to him, then we, we beat Scotland on the Saturday night. I said to Tommy, I said, because Welsh, Michael Welsh had told me, I said, Tommy, uh, how many counties have you? Jesus, John, uh, I've none. <laughs> and I've, I, I've seven down here. So I said, Tommy, I'd swap a few Ireland medals. Asher, myself and my father, we'd be talking about trying to win the county with Tullerone. That was no upset. Ah, Jesus, you'd go to war with that man. Um, yeah. He was some some hurler, and he just loves it. He absolutely he loves, loves it. every he, bit of it. But but he epitomised Gary. He epitomised Kilkenny in that four in a row. You know, I mean that that four in a row team. Um, and 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 I met him in '07 and '08. Do you know? Uh, and if Cork hadn't gone on strike in 2002 or three, whenever it was 2003. Like, like Cork would have put it up to Kilkenny then at that stage because Cork had won in four and five. You know what I mean? So and they were on another strike then in seven, I think it was 2007. You know what I mean? So 
it was just messy, like you know. Uh, but Tommy was, Tommy was 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 everything you wanted. Like you can imagine Tommy and Torres last Saturday night or last uh, Saturday, Sunday afternoon, yesterday afternoon. Yeah. Jesus, like he'd have been reveling in it. He'd have been reveling in it. Sorry, I didn't mention the Wexford man there, Ben. But no, 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 it's all, no. It's all good. <laughs> I was only having a laugh. Only like, having a laugh. No, no. But Stamp, Stamp was another fella that Stamp was a was a was a, a block. Um, he was a fair horror. <laughs> he was a fair horror. Your time with uh, Willie Sunderland, he he was over us, and he was. won the intermediate with us in two thousand and nine, and ask him more. Yeah, and geez, uh, he was over us a lot. Yeah, I had so much time. We had Nicky Byrne as well, but um, yeah, yeah, Willie was fantastic, wasn't he? I, I, I met uh, if you're Willie talking about a man that absolutely loves it, he was yeah. a man that absolutely I, I, loved I it. I met Willie in 07, um, and the man was a gentleman. Um, and I met himself and Nick, and we sat down that time way back in September or whatever time it was. And we were picking the panel anyway, and he went through everybody and he knew everyone and he knew about the nuances. He knew about everything that was um, in Wexford hurling and he knew about ABC, XYZ. And, you know, he was ab- absolutely brilliant. Um, and, you know, he was gutted like when we were let go in 2008. Um, and I, I actually only met his son, Gavin, um, last year uh, up in St. Patrick's Park, I think. He was the physio for our intermediate team. I think I, I met him, you know, and he just thanked me for what I had done with his father and that. And I just thought it was nice, um, you know. But 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 Willie Sutherland, Nick Bourne, they were they were two gentlemen. I, you know, really really good. And we look. I think we had something done, Gary and Ben, in the two years we were there, and we just needed a third year, um, but we didn't get it. But. That's life, you know. It, it, it. The young fella has told me one thing. He said, "Dad, move on. Forget about it. Move on." You know, because if, if you're in England with professional football, it's 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 over today, and you're with a new club tomorrow, and there's a new manager. Like he, he, he's probably had about ten different managers in in his twelve years in England. So, new manager comes in the door, so new broom. Away we go. You know, is he, he's coaching himself now, Ireland underage, is he? He's involved with Ireland under 17s, Ireland under 18s with Colin O'Brien. Um, he's setting up a soccer school in Hull first of July uh, with Liam Cooper. Um, so that's that's going well. Um, so I think now he's he has his A and B license, so he's settling down to go and coaching. Um, you know, so and so hopefully he'll have, he'll, have, he'll have the strategy from you. I just I'd look, Gary. I used to love. I, I used to go over to matches at weekends, and that, and I really, really miss them. I, I, I love going everywhere, and I love going everywhere with the matches. And you go to Man United, you go to Arsenal, then you end up in, in you know, in Bury or any of these small places with cup matches. And like I loved it. And it's over. You know, I wish to God he'd go back managed and I could go over for a few trips and, you know what I mean, get the tea and sandwiches before a game. You know, it's, ah, look, it's, it's, um, he's had a great life. Look, Jesus, you, you know, you're there pucking the ball around for 15 years. You don't get a penny. Look at those lads yesterday in Turles and they don't get a penny. And, you know, look at the footballers today, you know, 20, 30, 50 grand a week, 100 grand a week. You know what I mean? The top lads are getting 200 a week. Um, yeah. 
you know, and you're there putting the ball in the place behind your back, Gary, and you don't get anything for it. Like, and, uh, you know, those Kerry fellas have got to go back to work this morning. Like Collins is an agricultural contractor. He's milk cows. You know, the boils are builders. You know, Podge and, and, and Mikey, they have to, you know what I mean? Somebody wants a house built or whatever. They have to go back and do that. Thanks a million. Yeah, that brilliant. was that was brilliant now. Um, you all right, so? Particularly enjoyed the Tommy Walsh story now. Oh, ah, Jesus. <laughs> Young man, you're running out and you know boots, so you know what I'm like, and Tommy, yeah, yeah. and they welded him. I'll tell you that now, Ben, they, they left him, they left him habit like, and you know, he just came up and said, I love it. Oh, that was great. Huh? And he just came up to you and goes, Just John, that was great. That was great. Like, and but we won, like, you know, like, myself and Welsh used to love beating them. And then, you know, Saturday night, then in Inverness, sure was great. Like, and then back on the flight the following morning to London, to Dublin. But I loved it, like, then. Um, and you know, you, Tommy came, Seamus Callanan came, Owen Kelly came. Shane O'Neill, you know, and, and then they were mixing then with the Kerry fellas, like Shane Nolan now came over and a few more of those. Um, you had Neil McManus from Antrim, you, you know what I mean? Um, Paul Cody or Richard Cody from Carlo, um, you know, Owen Riley, the leash goalie, um, all those. Now we we did we the ball, but Welsh was, hmm. Welsh was something else. You know, it's, it's, easy, it's easy to see why Kenny won eight Ireland's or whatever. Whatever they want, like, you know, with guys like him, you know. Matthew Hanlon trying to buy himself a bit of space. A point for Matthew Hanlon. It's not here, it's in the net. It's in the net. It's in the net. The ball is in the net. It's a goal for Wexford. It's in the net. Thanks very much to John for taking his time to come on with us. Great to get his insight. Unfortunately, Shane Tompkins couldn't make it as he's double booked. Gary, do you, do you ever, have you ever listened to the Save the Queen podcast? Uh, I haven't, no. The well, Save the Queen podcast, no. Yeah, um, Shane, Shane is guesting on, for the Jubilee He's guesting on the Save the Queen podcast this weekend, so he couldn't he couldn't come on with us, unfortunately. Yeah, I Ben, I don't get Ben Shane has tried to get me into the royals, the royal family and stuff. I just I don't get I don't get his fascination with it. I didn't know now, but he is I didn't Loves. realize he's heavily Loves. involved, heavily involved in the Jubilee celebrations. I heard that he went to every venue in Gory trying to get them to collaborate with him to put on an event no success yeah it, it doesn't seem it worked out anyway it doesn't seem it worked out anyway we'll be back soon with another podcast thanks everyone for listening and thanks to our sponsor the NSCRT Credit Union take care most importantly I'd like to thank you the people of Wexford who stuck with us through taking pain?